What do you want to do today? Talk about dreams. Yeah? Yeah. What about it? I don't know. We'll think of something. <laughs> you know what's cool is we didn't say welcome to dream stories. We didn't because we were trying to think outside the box. That's true. And do something different today. <laughs> we have no topic. No topic. Just talking about dreams in general. Mm-hmm, but there's a question that just popped in my head that I need to ask you. So I love you want to just ask, jump right yeah, in? Yeah, jump right in. Ask a question. Because when I ask you a question, then you will look at me and then you'll roll your eyes in the top of your head to retrieve the information. I could do that. It's very possible. <laughs> I could also roll my eyes for other reasons, but we'll try not to do that. Oh, that's not the kind of eye rolling I was talking about. I know, about. I know. Okay. So, so I'll try not to do that. Okay. Okay. All right. So I was just thinking about, you know, what hmm, giftings, you know, we were. In a previous podcast that we had, we were talking about how some people, like during the like when the uh, the terrorist attack on the uh, World Trade Centers happened, how many people around the world dreamed about that before it happened. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I've had many dreams where I dream about things happening, like actually happening. And I don't know that they're, they may be dreams slash vision kind of mixed in there together. Are there giftings that make a difference? I mean, do you see, do you think you see more people with a strong prophetic or uh, kind of a tendency towards a strength in an area that have um, more dreams that speak of things to come? Does that make sense? Like, you are an excellent dream interpreter. I think you have a gift for that. I think you have a Daniel-type gift to do that. I don't think I have that kind of gift. I have to work at it. I can do it. You you know, I've gotten training, but yet I can dream some really crazy things that come to pass. And I'm not saying you don't, but I think I have more of a prophetic dream where I see things coming and they actually happen. Well, you know, that's one of the categories of dreams we talk about when we try and put dreams into various types of dreams that people have. One of them is a revelatory dream, a dream about the future. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times those dreams are a little scary for people because we call them dreams. Many times they may be more like a vision because they're much more literal. But even uh, even if there's a little bit of it that needs interpretation, we would probably drop it into that dream category. And a lot of times people have those dreams and they don't know what to do with them because it's a strange thing. And not a lot of people have them. It's not like everybody has revelatory dreams or dreams about the future. Um, I think that sometimes the way we respond, the way we're created, and the type of purpose in our life, if you want to say gift in, in our life, can impact the type of dreams we tend to have more of. Mm-hmm. For example, people who... Uh, take care of other people, uh, employers, pastors, uh, government officials, uh, different people who have jobs where they take care of others in some fashion. They tend to have more of what we call extrinsic dreams, dreams that are not about them. Oh, it's about They're about other someone people. else. Mm-hmm. There are people who are more gifted in the mm-hmm. realm of revelation or prophetic type things or foretelling of things they tend to have more dreams that fall into that category of dreams. Um, so I think there is something about what a person's nature is 
and what their natural tendencies are and then what type of gifts that their creator has put within them that will impact the kind of dreams they have. Uh, just like for me, I think there's, you know, there's a difference between the gift side of interpreting mm-hmm. and the training side of interpreting. I spent years interpreting dreams based on training. I know, but I'm so jealous. It's like, not really, but you know what I'm saying? It's like somebody just walk up and tell you dream, and within a few seconds, you kind of have your, you kind of, and I'll have the gist of it, and I think it's just because I've practiced so long, but um, I just see you, you have more of a gift with it than what I do. But I, I think. But just like you said, you tend to have more of those cool, if you can call it that, dreams that foretell something. Mm-hmm. You know something's coming. And I sit back sometimes and think, man, that would be nice to just every once in a while have a dream like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important that we don't try and judge how we hear and how we respond, whether it be interpreting or having our dreams, based upon the way somebody else does. We're unique. Right, we are. We're unique. And, you know, I tell people all the time, every one of us are unique, and and we usually use an excuse as to whether we'll interpret dreams or try and learn to interpret dreams or teach or whatever we might do. We'll usually use an excuse that, well, but somebody else does it better than me. Right. You could just say, I'm not going to interpret dreams because... You do it better than me. Right. I work hard at it. I mean, I get put on the spot. <laughs> and I put myself on the spot a lot because I'm like, you know, I need to exercise this. And and I'm, I'm not saying I don't have a gift to be able to do it because I believe that, you know, we're all God's creation and he'll put within us what we need in the moment that yeah. we need it. Yeah. So don't ever say I can't do it or I have no idea what it means. You might could give it a try or just say, hey, let me practice and let's see what let's happens, practice. you know. Yep. And I'll even tell people, I'm not sure, but here's what I'm seeing, you know. Yeah, and, but see, now the other side of that coin is also true. I could just say, I don't care. I'm not even going to write my dreams down. I don't care. what my, I'm not even going to pay attention to my dreams anymore because I don't have those revelatory dreams like Lisa does. There's there's just something different about the way we we're created. Right. And so that's why I tell people, you can say, Somebody else does it better than me. And I said, well, let's go ahead and just give you that. Okay. It's true. There's always somebody who can do it better than you. Well, take that excuse away. And you say, well, you're agreeing with me. Why are you, how you can't be taking the excuse away? Yeah, I can take it away. There's always somebody who can do it better than you can do, but there's nobody who can do it the way you were created to do it. Well, that's the key. That's right. You are unique. You, Lisa, you're unique, but you listener to the podcast, you're unique. Every single person who listens to this podcast is unique and nobody can do what you do the way you do it. That's right. And that's important. Uh, You know, I, I thought for a long time, even from my interpreting dreams, I thought, well, you know, my mentor, John Paul Jackson interprets dreams way better than me. I still think he always interpreted dreams better than I do. So you're always going to think somebody does it better than you. But if I let that bother me because I thought he could do it better I wouldn't be doing what I do now. Yeah, that's exactly right. We shouldn't compare ourselves to other people. I mean, we can say, "Oh, wow, you know, maybe one day I'll be, I'll be able to do it at that proficiency." Yeah, but we shouldn't say I shouldn't even try. I mean, look, you you don't see world class baseball players or golfers or you know football players. You don't see them starting out. Boom, they are where they are, and they have arrived without ever having practiced something. Well, you hear people say sometimes, oh, you're natural. That's right. You're natural. But I guarantee you, if you want to rise to the next level, 
you can't just be a natural. You have to go through a process of training and equipping to do it and to learn what you're doing better as well. So there is that gift side, the natural side, and then there is that training side, and both of them are important. We see that in the Bible. We, right. we talk about biblical dream interpretation. We see that that concept in Scripture. The book of Daniel describes Daniel uh, and how he interpreted dreams, and it says clearly that the way he was interpreting was gift-based, that God gives the interpretation. He, he gave interpretations to dreams based on a gift. But at the same time, when there was nobody else to teach him, uh, there's a passage early on in Daniel, maybe somewhere in the first three or four chapters, where God sends an angel to teach Daniel, to yeah. give him understanding of the interpretations that he is is giving. So he both got a gift to he both had a gift to interpret and he was trained or taught or given greater understanding mm-hmm. in how to interpret. So I think it's really important that people understand it's it's a combination of gift and training when it comes to interpretation. So I guess in a way I'm saying to you you're more nat you you flow more naturally with it than I do. I may have to work a little harder for it, but I feel like you flow more naturally. Well, and there've been times where I mean, where you do it all the time, and you get stuck, and I might have it. You know, I mean, that's unusual, but it, it does happen sometimes. But you I know? think it's also interesting that you started off with more of a gift-based interpreting. You always were fascinated by dreams mm-hmm. before we ever had any training at all. They fascinated you. You were interested in them. You would understand loosely what they meant when I had no clue at all. Mm-hmm. We had to go to some training Right. And training helped you understand, and you began to function better out of that training with interpreting dreams, and I began to interpret dreams because of that training. Yeah. But if you think about it, I interpreted dreams solely on training for a long time. It was not until my mentor passed away that I just woke up one day and suddenly I understood dreams differently. I had gone through all the motions, Mm. all the process of using the the diagramming of a dream and the looking at the symbols and breaking it apart to what's the focus and the sub-focus and the details and what does this symbol mean and what does that symbol mean and going through a very complex, if you want to say it, process of allowing God to speak to me through the dream Mm -hmm. by breaking it apart, training. I mean, And and then after that day, it was suddenly like, I could hear a dream, and mm-hmm. I knew what it meant. I could still go through the pieces, yeah. and it helped yeah. to understand it deeper maybe, yeah. but I just started hearing a dream, and I could know from a symbol or one thought that just would suddenly jump out at me, and I know what that dream means. Um, you know, I was thinking about um, our, our training process and everything and how we went. And we, we, we bought plane tickets and went to this class up in New Hampshire, you know, we didn't. I wasn't. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It's Nashville. Uh, our first. We didn't buy plane yeah. tickets. Somebody flew us up there in a little plane. In a little plane. That's right. We had a friend who had yeah, a plane. Yeah, John, John and Donna. That was awesome. Yeah, Crompton. That's right. Anyway, so we flew up there with some friends, and oh, we were going to take this dream class, you know. And so we, it was two classes. It was understanding dreams and visions, and then the. Um, workshop the workshop advanced workshop advanced workshop which you really needed yes you (laughs) did need both of them and by the way 
there those classes are still offered by yeah. a, a ministry called Streams Ministries. Yeah. And I recommend folks you can get them online yes. or in person at various times. Go or to we'll the come teach them yeah, if you teach. if you wanted us to. We, we're teachers. We teach those classes. Yeah. Great classes, but whether it's us or somebody else, I highly recommend. Absolutely, those yeah. I mean, we're we're happy for people to take them wherever they find them. You know, uh, that are through Streams Ministries. It's really a great. A great resource. But I was thinking about how we had our little notebooks. We had our little, that was something he said, bring, you know, go and get, we went to the, after colored, we, pencils. colored pencils and we had our little paper and we were good little students. We were diagramming like crazy. They were teaching us how to break it out. We went through all symbols that you just learn at first, but you, you know what? It's so foundational. And they just said, look, this is where our foundation is. And they would just take us through, the history of how dreams, you know, where it's recorded, you know, where we get some, a lot of our information from, a lot of our teaching from is from uh, the scriptures. And so, you know, they talk about, so if you've never, if you're not a believer, you're not a Christian, it doesn't matter. If you want to just go find a Bible and read about Daniel, he was a strange guy. Go and read it. Hey, I mean, cool, hey, that's a cool, cool story strange guy. you're a Christian or not Yeah, a Christian. go read about Joseph and how he interpreted dreams. There's some really cool resources in the Bible that, you know, you can look at and say, hmm, this is a cool guideline. And this was something that had been practiced Way before it was even being written down. I mean, Daniel wasn't the first person to no. ever interpret a dream. This was something that had been. Well, Joseph, that's a great story yeah. for people who've never pursued it either. Joseph right. and the way he interpreted dreams. Everybody hears about Joseph and his coat of many colors. Right. But Joseph as a dream interpreter is a pretty cool story yes, as well. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So anyway, we have our pens and our pencils, and they're they're you know showing us all these things and the history of it and and then the second part of that week, it was set. Wasn't we there like seven days? It was, we were there, it was two or three days, days of, of one and two or three days two of another. Two and a half days of one class and two and a half of the other. Yeah. We left there. I, when I got there the first day, I thought, I'm learning. I'm learning. I don't know how to do it. When I left there, I thought, I have no idea we'll what I'm doing. We'll never be able to do this. I have no idea what I'm doing. And then we, you know, we come home and we start practicing. Michael, what year was that? Was that 2000? I don't know. That was a long time ago. I think it was 2000. It may have been. It, was it may have been 99. Ago. Well, I've been interpreting dreams for almost 20 years, so it's probably 99, actually. 99 or 2000, maybe 2001, somewhere in there. Jeez. It was early 2000. It, I, I'm, I, yeah. Because I've been doing this almost 20 years now. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. Just seems like maybe five years. But anyway, so here we are. We're learning. We got our pencils, our colored that and that helps you know when you're learning the diagram and everything but honestly you just have to you have to keep pressing in we did little things at a time we would ask so i guess this maybe this podcast could be encouraging you to step out and learn learn about learn about it yeah learning about dreams yeah don't just listen to us for entertainment purposes we're okay with that but if, if you have a deep yearning to understand more then then dive in you know dig in and Find yeah, out how and, you can use it. And, and look, listen, we come to dreams from a spiritual perspective, but there's still practical pieces of learning about it that are important. And you may be listening to this podcast and not be a Christian. Don't discount the Bible. That's right. As a textbook source for understanding yeah, dreams. That's right. It's powerful. Whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, it's a powerful text 
for understanding dreams. There's a lot in there. That's, you know, look, you probably, if you're not a Christian, you're still listening to this podcast. You probably already figured out there's something about this biblical dream interpretation that works. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's, well, it's full of life for one thing. And offers it, hope. It offers hope. There's, um, you know, you can't come to the same type of interpretation that we come to that, and, and, and get, and get hope out of it in the same way that we do at, compared to like Jungian and Freud and those type things. That's right. That's right. There, there's no hope offered there. There's no encouragement. And ours is full of hope and life and encouragement and, and just trying to help you f- hear your creator God. That's, that's really my goal is for people to understand that they have a creator and, you know, you're not just here for nothing. And we don't want people just to ask us to interpret their dreams. That's right. And secondly, we don't want to just keep talking about dreams on a podcast for it to be fun for you. I'm okay with that if that's how you enjoy it. But we want you to learn about interpreting dreams for yourself, if nothing more than understanding your own dreams and what your creator is saying to you. It's really important. And, you know, sometimes I think people get discouraged. We talked about that a little bit earlier. We talked about that concept of uh, there's always somebody who can do it better than you, but nobody who can do it the way you were created to. I think sometimes people get nervous over the concept that on this podcast, or if you look at our website on mydreamstories.com, or if you hear me out when we're speaking or somewhere, you talk about how much, how much more natural it is for me to interpret dreams. But a lot of times it's not that I have a different interpretation than you do or anybody Mm -hmm. else does. It's not that I do it better, but I've been practicing for almost 20 years with the way to (laughs) say it. Yeah, but I have too, Michael, and you think, but I would say this differently. Uh, Where I was probably teaching many of the courses from streams at the time, that's where we got our start in doing this. I was doing more of the character building classes, and that was sort of my specialty. And yours was more. And you're very good at that. Well, thank you. And you teach it very well. So I may be more (laughs) eloquent at times with dream interpretations, but it's probably because I've probably interpreted more ten thousand dreams in the or more. And I've probably done eight. I don't even know if you'd say that many, but just don't in the you sense of, d- don't be. No, I'm not. What I'm, I'm talking kidding. about percentage I'm wise. I've no, probably, I know. I've probably interpreted a double the number of dreams that you have. Probably true. So the way I say it becomes easier. But let and me that's say this: true for lots of people. I'm saying that to encourage people. I appreciate don't it. Don't get caught up, and I didn't say that well. Mm-hmm. Step out and try. Learn, practice. The more times you interpret dreams, the better you get at phrasing the interpretation in a way that's helpful, right. that adds to the dream. But just getting the interpretation is pretty important of itself. Uh, and I appreciate you saying, you know, that um, we we don't want to discourage people, make them think that mm, they can't do it because they don't they're not gifted or something. That's not what I was saying. Um. But it probably appeared that way. Um, uh, now I've lost my train of thought. You do that from time to time. I know. It was so good. <laughs> you come back to you. We just talk and jabber here for a minute. I know. Well, you'll think of what it was. I know. Uh, you know, people just need to step out, try, they'll learn, and they don't need to compare themselves to me or you. And, and you know, I think about how we did it. You know, we, we got. We got a little group together. We took a class, and we got a little group together. They encouraged us to do that. We would just go out on the streets and just practice, you know, practice doing it. So ask people to, 
give you their dream, you know, and just. And we told people right mm-hmm. up front, we're practicing. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we're practicing this. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, and, and look, if we blow it, we blow it. Just give us a chance to learn, too. And more times than not, what we had to share and what we have to share with a, an interpretation doesn't blow it. it. It's very beneficial. and It's a blessing to people. But I still have times when I just don't know what they mean. But I think that's important to tell people because we don't always know the answer to to all of it, you know? Well, a lot of times what people hear from me, either when I'm on the radio interpreting dreams or this podcast is pre-recorded, so obviously the dreams we do on it, we know what they mean. But even on the radio, uh, you don't hear me, those of you who are in the Birmingham, Alabama area, you don't hear me on the radio when I interpret dreams with the dreams I had to say to the person off the air, I don't know, or... We didn't get to it, or we talked to them about it off the air and helped them with something, but we really didn't have the interpretation of the dream. That's still true even in that setting. Most of the time, what you hear presented to you in a teaching format or a broadcast format or a podcast format, when you hear those things, you're hearing something that's the end result. Yeah. It, it's it, yeah. Know, it, it's done. Yeah, and we already know. We've already gotten the mm-hmm. interpretation. We're not doing it cold turkey, although we have done that many times, oh, you we know. Do it plenty of times. Yeah. It's just what's recorded and put out is often the end result of the ones that, that work. Yeah. I remember what I was going to say. Oh, good. See, I knew you would. I was thinking about how much you have changed since we've started this process. I've oh, always been. I thought you were going to say since we started this podcast. <laughs> process okay now i mean i've always been more of a right brain person and um you are i would say is more we're more of a left brain is left brain logical yes is that what it is? Yeah. oh i'm i was 100 percent left brain. and you're still very logical and i'm still pretty 100 percent left brain well i'm but just opened up the other side however yeah. it took a while that took an unlocking but once that was unlocked in you so i want to encourage you if you're very if you're very much a concrete thinker and have a hard time thinking outside the box or creatively even there there's there's things that in the course that helped us unlock some things that we had never really even thought of and so that's why you know sometimes you may not realize you may think oh i can't do that or that's not my thing i maybe i'll listen to it but it's not my thing you may you may have really a strong ability to be able to do it or and that's what i think you for you you were such a left brain thinker that, that when that right brain thing was opened up in you and you began to practice things that were more right brain, drawing and stuff like that, not mm-hmm. that you continually do that, but just... Well, I started just, doing more artsy type things yeah. just to practice that. Yes, you did. That. Let's I see, you do pottery. pottery. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been doing some sculpting with foam or with, with yeah. uh, latex, or not latex, but with rubberized mm-hmm. materials. Mm-hmm. I've been doing some sculpting and things. Because yes. I, it is, it took practicing to open up that way of thinking. Right. So what, I'm, what I want to say is, no matter who you are, it, you may feel like you have a tendency to do one thing or another. Be willing to say, okay, maybe there's some other options out there for me. Maybe I do need to step out in some areas, even if I don't feel comfortable. I mean, you didn't feel like you wanted to go and throw pottery. You know, you no. were throwing clay, and that wasn't something that was like, oh, I feel gifted to do this. No, I saw somebody who did it. I thought that's cool. It would be a distraction. I don't mm-hmm. know if I can do it or not. I've always wanted to do it. But it would be, did, have you really? Oh, yeah. I don't know. So you should go and take the lessons. I've always wanted to. I might do it one day. Yeah, you need to. Yeah, because it was fun. I mean, I'm not that great. My bowls in your china cabinet in there are probably a little wonky but that's okay I, I, I like the wonky <laughs> bowls most of the time most of the time Good, but thank you. yeah um you know what i was going to say finish saying was though 
because you're so have been so left brain opening up the right side i think that's why you're so good at being able to interpret the dreams quickly because you're you're I don't know, the left brain kicks in and it's just really, you're able to pull up things quicker and, and you, you know what they mean. You're just, I don't know. I just, well, I think some people I'm complimenting know, you. And some people don't know I, I'm trained as a lawyer, as right. an attorney. Quick and thinker. So in the process of three years of law school, one of the things you're taught is to think on your feet, to be able to make an That's argument where to I was a jury, getting to. Yeah. to be able to handle something when the witness doesn't answer the question the way you thought they would, mm-hmm. you know, to, to address things in that way. And so I think that training helped me a lot in the presentation of an interpretation. Right. And then working on becoming, is it right brain? Is that creative? Yeah. It was, okay. So then working on the right brain side with the creativity by practicing things, by doing stuff I didn't think I was good at and just keep on trying that opened up some of the understanding mm-hmm. side of things. Yeah. And so then they do flow together well. I get that. But I don't think it's because I'm so good at it. I think it's because, A, God gave a gift, and, B, I've worked hard at it. You have I've worked. worked hard at it. And, yeah. and that's a for our, our Christian listeners, that's a Hebrews 5.14 principle. It says solid food belongs to those who by reason of use – have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So reason of youth and exercise are, are words that go along with practice. practice I was looking up the scripture practice. that says practice these things, you know, and yeah. I, I was, I think, I can't remember where it is now. I just looked it up and was reading it. So, you know, uh, maybe in First Timothy, practice these things. We Those things need to be put into practice so that we can show ourselves approved, right? I mean, it's important to not, and this is not for us. We don't do this for us. We don't, you know, even though we do this podcast, dreams does not dominate my life. No, people might think because of the podcast that that's this all is we all we do. About. But no. this is this is really well for me because of the nature of the way I travel. It's a larger percentage it of is, what I do, but it does not dominate your day in like your everyday life. No. You don't walk around going, "Oh, I want to interpret your dream today. I need to interpret your dream or my dream." I mean, honestly, you you do teach classes, but it's in us, you know. So right. so it's in us, and and we know it's a part of who we are, but it's just as much in us as. Other things uh, in our life are we have gra- right. we have family we have grandchildren we we go to church oh, we you if, know <laughs> if I get a choice between interpreting a dream and spending the <laughs> afternoon with my grandbaby I know she loves her pop there is no choice there I, I mean that's uh, Sarah shout out I to know. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. I know she gets the attention so I'll, t- I'll yes all her. of our grandchildren will they will I know because we, we only know Sarah right now yeah but we got another one coming we have Ellie right. coming so, and mm-hmm. we know there are many more that will come but yeah, yeah we got four boys so we're gonna have a slew of grandkids it's gonna be fun I, I'll have to allocate time for dream interpretation at that point because I'll have so many grandkids they'll be drawing on all my time They'll be wanting you to interpret their, their dreams. dreams. Ooh, that'll be so much fun. We, you know, we have another generation to teach, and we yeah. we shouldn't just assume because we know it, and our older children know it that every that everyone knows That's it. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Very true. I'm looking forward to that it's one. It's gonna day. be good. Yeah. So, hey, this has been a whole episode on learning to interpret dreams. Yeah. So it's kind of cool, and uh, I've enjoyed it. So, uh, hey, listen, uh, just speaking to that, I'm by listening. the way, uh, oh, I was actually talking to the <laughs> listeners. And so, <laughs> okay. to, to, for our listeners out there, you know, um, we sometimes don't necessarily have a topic for the podcast. We just sort of go with what uh, opens up and what, you know, 
door opens as we talk. But we love to hear from you. Drop us a note uh, on our Facebook page or using the email links on our website, mydreamstories.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, drop us a note. Tell us about the things you want to hear about, what you'd like for us to talk about. We, we don't mind taking up particular topics. Uh, sometimes we do a mentoring program. Sometimes it's the things our class, my mm-hmm. class talks about that end up being the topic for our, our dream interpretation uh, our dream uh, podcast. So mm-hmm. let us know if we, you know, d- drop us a note, uh, tell us something, let us know you're listening. That's yes. a huge, huge blessing to us. So. Yes. Well, you know, we also want to tell people, you know, if you like what you hear and you, and you, um, want to share it with others, you know, you can subscri- subscribe and like, and, and, share, and share the podcast. Right. And we usually post it on your Facebook page, my Facebook page, uh, usually, after they're posted on Friday sometimes. It usually doesn't make it there till Saturday, Sunday, maybe even Monday of the next week on our Facebook page. But people can subscribe they in other places. They can subscribe to iTunes or Google yeah. Play or any of the podcasts. It's services. free. It's there's free. no there's no charge. Well, I, some of them charge. Okay. There's plenty the, of free. The subscription sites mm-hmm. charge. But yeah. if, you know, it's something that, that you love and you want to support us financially, you can also do that if you'd like to do that. Yeah, we welcome way to, that. Way to donate on MyDreamStories.com. If you would like to have more information about Michael or I, or I both coming to speak or do something, reach out to us. Tell them how they can do that, Michael. They can do that by going out to MyDreamStories.com or to the Facebook page, which is Facebook.com backslash Podcast. Either one of those places, they can send us a message. Let us know if you're interested in having us come speak or uh, want just even just have a question. Uh, also, don't send us your dreams that way, though. Right. The, the, the website has a forum where my students interpret dreams on a regular basis. So if you got a dream you want interpreted, send it there. But that, it's a great way to get in touch with us through the email links awesome. or a message there. So Thank you for listening. We appreciate you and, and value our, our listeners. So hey, thank if you, you weren't listening, we wouldn't be doing this. That's so right. It's, we do, really we do have fun. It. I don't know. We might just do it, and do it anyway. Yeah, well, that's true. We <laughs> might. We might. So, Well, that's it for today. So glad we had you. And until next time, keep dreaming.